is Russia for the punishment or salvation of the world? An Ask Father session with Father Michael Rodriguez. The war between Russia and Ukraine, the growing instability in Europe and around the world, nations posturing for a nuclear war, have us all highly concerned, and rightly so. These current events are also compelling people to take a closer look at Our Lady's message of Fatima, which places a heavy emphasis on Russia. These same current events make it very clear that Russia has not yet been consecrated in the manner which Our Lady requested. And naturally, many wonder why Our Lady specifically requested that Russia be consecrated to her Immaculate Heart. In this episode, Father provides some insight. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Welcome to another session of Ask Father, brought to you by the Fatima Center. My name is Father Michael Rodriguez, and I am a priest of the Diocese of El Paso, Texas. Today we have a question from Teresa Lewis. Teresa asks, I have read a quote by Sister Lucia that Russia will be the instrument of chastisement chosen by heaven to punish the whole world if we do not beforehand obtain the conversion of that poor nation. If Russia is supposed to be used to punish the world, then why do we have to pray for the consecration of Russia? How will the consecration of Russia save the world? Thank you for your question, Teresa. I first would like to clarify that it isn't just the consecration of Russia. It is the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Now, the simplest answer to your question, Teresa, is we have to pray for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary out of obedience to God. This is God's plan. One of the ways that we can verify that it is God's plan is to just notice how much attention has been paid to this by Pope after Pope after Pope after Pope. The need to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, the Pope in union with the world's bishops. Now, granted, we already have eight successive popes that have all failed to do this consecration properly and faithfully and truly obediently, but the fact that it continues to recur and recur and recur and really never goes away is a confirmation from the highest authority in the church that this is God's plan. And so we pray for the consecration of Russia, first and foremost, out of obedience to God. God in his infinite goodness and wisdom has willed to bring about the conversion of this most anti-God nation in history that is communist Russia through the immaculate and sorrowful heart of his most holy mother. No doubt that this conversion of Russia and the consequent peace in the world will give great glory to God and to the Blessed Virgin Mary. On our part, we have to carry out what corresponds to us. 
and that is to pray for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, to pray that the Holy Father, in union with the world's bishops, you know, do this consecration faithfully. Based on Our Lady's promise, we know that the consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart will result in the conversion of Russia and peace in the world. Strictly speaking, Our Lady's promise is not that the consecration of Russia to her Immaculate Heart will save the world, to use the words that you used in your question, Teresa. What ultimately saves souls and the world is Jesus Christ, the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, mediatrix of all graces, and the one true Catholic faith. The consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary is necessary for Russia's conversion. Why? Because God has so willed it. It is ultimately a mystery of God's infinite goodness, mercy, and wisdom. We do know, though, that the conversion of Russia will mean turning to Jesus Christ and accepting the one true Catholic faith. We know that this will manifest the power of Mary's intercession. It will manifest this to the world. It will also manifest to the world how pleasing Mary's heart is to God. How pure Mary's heart is. How close to God. It will also manifest to the world the unity of the Sacred Heart of Jesus and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So, just the fact that these very important truths of God and of our Catholic faith will be manifested in a grand way to the world in the conversion of Russia after it is consecrated gives us an idea of why God in his, again, infinite wisdom has chosen this, again, has chosen to make it necessary for the conversion of Russia, to make it necessary that it be consecrated to the Immaculate Heart of his Most Holy Mother. The conversion of Russia and greater devotion to and gratitude to the Immaculate Heart of Mary will no doubt lead to the conversion and the salvation of many, many, many more souls. Still, after all of this, we could still ask, and it's a good question, but why Russia? Out of all the countries in the world, why did God, even in, in his infinite you know, wisdom, choose Russia? And again, it is a mystery. It's known only to God. But there are a few other, I think, reasons that are very good reasons of why God, again, may have chosen you know, this path for the conversion of this country. One very clearly, I think, comes to us from sacred scripture, St. Paul's great teaching from his letter to the Romans, Romans chapter 5, verse 20, where sin abounded, grace did more abound. Teresa rightly points out that Russia at present is being used by God as an instrument to chastise the world, to punish the world. Again, this continues to be a part of the mystery of God's grace and also the reality of human free will and the fact that man can 
choose to reject God and to reject God in 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 great and terrible ways that inflict great harm and damage to many others, even to nations, even to the point of the annihilation of nations. But the fact that God is asking for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary truly will manifest the greatness of his power because in spite of all this sin, in spite of all the, let's say, harm and sin that Russia has propagated over the last, basically, century, this consecration of Russia then will bring about its conversion. Truly, it will be a sign of how God's grace abounds and how God's grace abounds particularly through the Immaculate Heart of His Mother. I think a really good example of this is just the example of Saul. Saul, who later became St. Paul. He was one that was persecuted. We could say one of the great persecutors of the early Christians. And then God in his infinite mercy and wisdom chose him, you know, chose the one who was persecuting the Christians to then become his instrument to be most likely the greatest missionary in the history of the Catholic Church. And many times you can see in the history of the church how God works in these marvelous ways that what is causing great harm or what is an instrument of evil, he turns that around and grace abounds all the more. And again, it's ultimately a tribute to the infinite power and goodness of God. I mean, it's to the greater glory of God that it becomes more obvious that no one can do this except God. Uh, Only he is all-powerful and only he is able to do something so, we might say, miraculous, so incredible. To put very simply, you could say turning the worst to the very best. I'm also reminded of even just the very beginning of mankind and the Garden of Eden, where it is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that we might say is the instrument of man's downfall, and then later the instrument of our salvation becomes the cross. You could say, just as a tree was the cause of the downfall of man, so the tree, obviously with Christ nailed on that tree, becomes now the great instrument of our salvation. But also, remember, in regard to Russia, that the great schism between the East and the West, which took place more or less around, we place the date as 1054, that this is something that also must be healed when we're talking about peace in the world and peace in the church and even hopefully conversion of nations. That's something that has to be healed. Uh, Russia is pretty much the largest country, the largest representative of the East, that is of the, the Orthodox. And so with the particular country of Russia, this also represents a great healing, a great bringing of peace between East and West again, in terms of Russia converting to the one true Catholic faith. Also, in a significant way, the last vestige of the Holy Roman Empire remains in Russia because all other legitimate authorities of Christendom over the course of the last few centuries, including the Pope at one point or another, abdicated their God-given temporal authority. This wasn't the case in Russia. And we also have historically, and even to the present, a very great devotion in Russia to the Most Holy Mother of God. 
So I think these are some of the additional reasons why God in his infinite wisdom, goodness, and mercy has chosen Russia to be this instrument of bringing about great peace in the world and the hopes for the salvation of many, 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 many souls. Thank you for your question, Teresa. May you pray faithfully for the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Sacred Heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us. This presentation has been brought to you by the Fatima Center. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. Please include the Fatima Center among those apostolates to whom you send a portion of your monthly tithe. Regular monthly donors are vital for our continuing operation. To support Our Lady's Apostolate or to send Father a question, please visit our website, www.fatima.org or call us, 1-800-263-8160. By the intercession of Our Lady's Immaculate Heart, may this Ask Father answer help you to know, love, and serve God better. Our Lady of Fatima, pray for us.